from podcasting, a follow-up by podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello. I didn't think of a funny one. I didn't think of a funny, like, I don't know, Podmore slump? Podmore cast? Or podcast of the year? I like that you say that as if, like, your other ones are generally funny. Well, no. But, like... <laughs> Funny in quotes, you know? Like I'm, I'm sorry, that was probably that was probably too aggressive. <laughs> it's fine. Uh you're not wrong. <laughs> Just hello, Joe and I are having a nice day together. Let me come for your fucking throat. <laughs> uh listeners of this podcast in chronological order will uh will will know that like alright, we recorded this one after next week's episode, and I, I really go for it next week. So it's very it's a very fair reaction. You just no one has the context for it. Uh, sophomore slump, or come back to this record for the first time in a while. I don't think it's the first time this year. I have no idea. It's all a blur to me now. I'm looking at, I'm looking at our, our, our list here. We were at Cork Tree in, uh, January. But we're back with, uh, this song, which is track eight, and it's titled Sophomore Slump or Comeback of the Year, which is, uh, of course a reference to this being their second record, and often bands or artists have what is called a sophomore slump when their second record just does not perform as well or just is not as critically well-received as the first one, which they kind of call the shot <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, uh, with that. And I, yeah, I think it's interesting, too, because they're, refer- they're like reflecting on, like, we're changing. We're not doing what we did before. We don't think people are. Like, there are, they're, they're kind of getting ahead of it. Um, and analyzing the position that they are in by worrying that they're going to be in a sophomore slump. This is maybe, like, at least for what we've done on the show, one of my the songs I've liked more. Yeah, me too. A lot of the songs in the record are just okay for me. This is one that I, I hear and I'm like, oh yeah, I like this one. I also... To be fair, always forget that there is a actual slur in the second verse. But yeah, I forgot about that too, and then I was like, "Oh." Well, uh, we'll skip over it when we get there. Very well, we'll call it for what it is, but just not say it. A lot of people don't realize it is a slur, but it is. Um, but sonically, I think the song fucking slaps. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think like musically, it doesn't like super stand out, but like it's. It's just like a solid like background bop kind of. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's not a single. It's not like a tent pole of the record. Uh, but it like it's really good. Uh, just as a song, like c- kind of like how Infinity on High is just made up out of a bunch of extremely good songs. If Cork Tree every song was as good as this one, I would probably say it's similar. Uh, I just don't feel that way about Cork Tree. We're gonna get like emails from someone who thinks this is the worst song on Cork Tree and it's just <laughs> just like our 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 taste is just so vastly different. Honestly, email us cowards. We haven't checked our email since I made it to create our Twitter account. I didn't even know I didn't even know we had one. I was making a joke. Oh no, we have one. It's the same as our Twitter. I just never check it because I only I've use never it to make the Twitter. It. I have it saved on my computer. Should I check it right now? Sh- yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I we've maybe mentioned it once because I didn't know it existed. Uh, sugar, we're going down. Pod, sign in. Let's see. Confirm. Probably a bunch of Twitter notifications. Probably. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yep. Yeah, uh, Twitter, Twitter, and two Google security alerts. Great. 
Good. <laughs> oh, okay, now I see the tweet you made during the last episode we recorded. Anyways, sophomore slump. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Completely lost the plot of this episode already. We kind of knew. Yeah, it's that's what happens when we record two in a row. We get just the second one's just a different vibe. It's good though. This song's fine. Uh, it's it's good. Like this is certainly a song that I think shows where they went on Infinity mm-hmm. on High. Mm-hmm. Like this is this, I think this is really like good evidence of their sound evolving more so than most of the songs on this record. But it's good. It's got uh, additional vocals from William Beckett from the Academy is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the most common guest vocalist, or if that would be like Brendan Urie. Probably Brendan Urie, if we're being honest. Brendan Urie's definitely got the most music video uh, appearances. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it sounds really good. Other than that, yeah, I don't have much else. Yeah, it's like nothing about it is like there's there's one part uh in the 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 bridge with 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 William Beckett. Um, it's mostly William Beckett. And then Patrick comes in to sing one line. I think his delivery on that line and the music under it is, like, really good. Like, it's one of my favorite moments in probably a lot of Fall Out Boy songs. The rest of the song is just okay. But that moment, I'm just like, oh, hell yeah, this is my shit specifically. And they just do it the basically the two times. Mm-hmm. We going up, like just going down. It's just a matter of time until we're all found out. Take a tears, put them on ice. Cause I swear I'd burn the city down to show you the light. We're the therapists, pumping through your speakers. Delivering just what you need. Wearing and poised. We're the best boys. We're the chemists. Start us off by reading the first, the chorus. It starts with the chorus. Of course it does. Look. Why wouldn't it? Look. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. There. This is this is this record. They're getting experimental. It's okay. <sighs> Start with the chorus. Are we growing up or just going down? It's a matter of time until we're all found out. Take our tears, put them on ice, because I swear I'd burn this city down to show you the light. I think that's good. Yes. That all right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. all I've got. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it definitely like the growing up or going down is a matter of time till we're all found out, like is emblematic of like like a inf- like what's the uh imposter syndrome of being like at what point are people going to realize we're just a bunch of dumb kids and we're going to stop <laughs> getting handed a bunch of money to yell about our breakups and then take our ears, put them on ice as like the commodification of those hardships, I think. Yeah. I also like the, I swear I'd burn the city down to show you the light. 
Like, I know that it's, it, like, yeah. flirts with that, like, too toxic, but it's not quite there. Yeah, it's certainly, it's certainly flirtatious. I, it's, it's almost like a non sequitur when, because of my reading of the first three lines. Um, like, who is the you? And what is the city? Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I think it's a good line. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like what it evokes of, like, kind of, like, if you're not, if you're, like, if you're giving them the benefit of the doubt, which... You know, I'm always hesitant to do, but I think for this one, I'm willing. Like, the idea of, like, being so, so, like, frustrated that, like, you'd do anything to get someone to see. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, yes, yeah, thing doesn't have to be inherently, like, a relationship metaphor just because Pete Wentz wrote it. Just, like, I would get rid of everything for you to, for, for whoever the proverbial you is, mm-hmm. to, to see without the, the smoke and mirrors of being the most popular boy band in 2006, or whatever year this was, 2005. Five. Who could say? Uh, Genius.com, please sponsor us. Would you like to read verse one? I sure would. We're the therapists pumping through your speakers, delivering just what you need. I don't think they're accredited. I also don't know if they know what I need. <laughs> um, I certainly don't. Uh, we're well read. Well, uh, it's okay. We're well read and poised. We're the best boys. I didn't know that Fall Out Boy predicted Persona. We're the best boys. I like the way that Patrick says it, too. Like, in the song. Oh, yeah. There, there's like a weird jauntiness of this verse. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're the chemists who found the formula to make your heart swell and burst, no matter was, what they say. That was my chemical romance, actually. <laughs> Don't believe a word. That's a pr- I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It's interesting comparing this line to, like, what's the line on Infinity on High? That's pretty much the same. Like, the other... Something about pumping through speakers on mm-hmm. Infinity on High that I think is, like, a little bit... It's yeah, the, it's, it's this, the, but it's twisted. The, it's the headphone song. Sure. Yeah, that narrows it down. I don't know what song it is. Uh, but it's good. I It reminds me of, like, a weaker version of the Infinity on High lyric, even though I can't mm-hmm. specifically think of what that lyric is right now. But it's good. I think the the lyric I keep thinking of on Infinity and High is Umbrellas on the Inside. But yeah, it's pretty straightforward um, about them writing songs to comfort people who are also dealing with shit. Maybe a little self... Uh, Alright, a lot self-aggrandizing about it, but... <laughs> I don't hate it. Maybe it's because I'm looking at the band in the full scope and not just take this to your grave and cork tree in which I should be critical of that sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> But still, I don't hate it. So no matter what they say, don't believe a word. I'm assuming it's just like, hey, people are going to say we suck now, but we don't. <laughs> we're good, actually. We decide. I will do the pre-chorus and chorus. Well, the chorus is the same, but the pre-chorus is, because I'll, I'll keep singing this lie if you keep believing it. I'll keep singing this lie. I'll keep singing this lie. I wonder if he's going to keep singing the lie. You know, I think he might. I think jury's out on that one. Mm-hmm. So what's the lie? So what is the truth? What is... <laughs> what's the opposite of the truth? Um, I, I don't know, like, keep singing this lie is like, I don't know. I thought you were singing about things that happened. What's the... Where... I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I guess no, it's like maybe... I... Maybe just like the, this, like, persona, or just like I'll pretend that, like, I can... I'll, I'll keep being this image that we're not actually... Yeah. I, 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 I wasn't really paying attention to them in the early 2000s because I was a child. 
so I don't I don't know exactly what they what what was going on where this lyric is probably like more poignant in context. Probably, yeah. I also wasn't really into them at this time, so it's what you get when you have a Fall Out Boy podcast hosted by literal children. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Nope, that's it. <sighs> okay. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm a child now. I guess it's been decided. I mean, me too. I'm older than you and I'm still a child. By someone's scale, certainly. Mm-hmm. Chorus is the same. Still good. Feels mean for me to ask you if you want to read a verse two, considering, but... No, I will. I'll just skip the the word. Yeah, there's the there's the G slur in it, and the lyrics that immediately follow are a bummer. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so... so that's, that, that's our warning, our heads up. Yeah, that's this is our, uh... So, we're traveled like the G word, only with worse luck and far less gold. We're the kids you used to love, but then we grew old. We're the lifers here till the bitter end, condemned from the start, ashamed of the way the songs and the words own, words own the beating of our hearts. After the first two, like, I think all the other lyrics are good. The ones that aren't racist? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I think the not racist lines are good. I agree. Um, and Patrick still has that same jaunty delivery as the first verse. They don't really change it up. But yeah, kids you used to love, but then we grew old. It's been two years. Guys. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> you're also, still, you're still making music. Yeah. You're 40 and still making music. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, surely they wrote it because they felt that way. But Jesus Christ. They just had no idea. This is why reviews were, were, were panning. It's just like, the fuck do these kids think they are? They made two <laughs> records. Uh, the lifers here till the bitter end. That's Although, that's I mean, the truth. Yeah, I mean that's true because they're fucking forty. Mm-hmm. I guess it does make sense though with the title of like they were probably anxious about this being their second album. Absolutely. Oh yeah, it absolutely comes from a a place fearing failure. It's just I think it's, it's... just very funny in retrospect. Absolutely. Um, it's it's certainly a thing. Like yeah, you know, you were anxious, you were worried about it. That's all valid. Uh, but also, I mean this. You made one record, you soared to popularity at, what, age 20-something, and now you're, you made another record where you're like, oh shit, I'm old, we're all, we're over the hill, we fucked it all up, which, I don't know, that's kind of the, the situation of making a second record when your first record blows up. Uh, it's just, you, what, it's, it's, there's two, three years apart, and you're still teenage, you're still 20-somethings? Anyways, yeah, they are lifers, they're still here, condemned from the start. I don't know how I want to read the the line about ashamed of the ways the songs own, or the the way the words own the beating of our hearts. What are you ashamed of? You still play Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel like the lifers the lifers is nice because it also describes us. Yes, we are also here <laughs> until the bitter end. Please stop making songs, guys, Please. so we can so we can Please. stop. I love my friend Joe. I don't want to record this podcast for the rest of our lives. No, we got, we got, we got 2020. We got to, we got to experience this hell year. Uh, it's not enough to just experience the hell year, but we have to also talk about Follow Boy once a week. I mean, they're, they're probably going to release more songs. It's just, I hate to just like accept it, but. I mean, they released new music last year. Like. Yes. They're gonna, they're gonna drop a new album and we're going to be fucked. Yeah. Well, we'll do it. I would just love to reach a point where 
we're caught up and we just have months off. That's what I want. And I would mm-hmm. like that to come at the end of 2020 and not next to March. Yeah, me too. But who knows? Um, we are lifers and we're here till the bitter end, whatever that may be. Uh, but um, yeah, I think there's plenty to be ashamed of on Take This to Your Grave. I also think it's interesting that by calling this sophomore slump, they are owning that Take This to Your Grave is their debut record mm-hmm. and not Evening Out with a Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've always considered that an EP, but yeah, interesting that they, uh, e- even if like they consider that a full record, it's just like this is this, you know take this to your grave is the one that was like on a label and made money. So at least I'm pretty sure t- uh, evening out with your girlfriend wasn't on a label. I could be wrong because I don't care about that record. Cool. What happens next? Um, the racist line sucks. I was going to say that again, so it doesn't yeah, feel like we're glossing over it. Yeah, no, that's that's just. <sighs> I don't know if that's the thing that they're like feel bad about now. I don't. They know. got older. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, back then, people said that shit all the time and didn't think about it at all. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, because it's like I, I certainly didn't know when I was. Yeah, you know, I didn't younger. either. Uh, but now I do, and now I will say, hey, that sucks that that's there in this otherwise fine song. So the pre-chorus is just one line of I'll keep singing this lie. Uh, I'll keep singing this lie. Chorus is the same. And then I will now read the post-chorus, which is just different lyrics, but the music is the same as the chorus before the bridge. And it says, and there's a drug in the thermostat to warm the room up. And there's another around to help us bend your trust. Got a sunset in my veins, and I need to take a pill to make this town feel okay. I do like that line. I do, too. It's certainly, like, there's an asterisk on it, where I'm like, I'm like, I could feel like some people not liking it is valid. But it works for me. I also like sunset in my veins, whatever the fuck it means. I don't, I don't know what it means, but it sounds nice. Yeah. The, all the annotations here say that it references, uh... That these that this post chorus references uh, Pete's experience with bipolar, which I could see. Yeah, but yeah, I that's it's, I don't think there's much to dig into in terms of analysis for these lyrics. But I I like the the like the way it sounds over the music, like the 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 music of the chorus continuing but changing up the words. I think lands pretty effectively here. Mm-hmm.
William Beckett and Patrick Stump say, The best part of Believe is the lie. I hope you sing a lot along and you steal a line. I need to keep you like this in my mind. So give in or just give up. The best part of Believe is the lie. I hope you sing along and you steal a line. I need to keep you like this in my mind. So give in or just give up. Are we growing up or just going down? Uh, Yeah, and then the chorus plays again. So yeah, so Patrick just does the fourth and eighth like the just the give in or just give up parts and the rest is will back it also uh pete screams going down <laughs> at the end there which is a nice little touch mm-hmm. but yeah i think that's pretty straightforward um I, I there's something about like the best part of believe is the lie is like i rolly pete went shit but in this context i know what it means and i don't roll my eyes yeah, I think that, like, I think that... Is with... that the greatest trick the Joker's ever pulled? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry, please go on with your thought. That was a violence. Um... That's what you get for being mean to me at the beginning of the episode. That's fair. You're right. I do deserve that. Um, no, it's fine. Okay, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, I feel like, I feel like because of the way it's couched with the other parts of this, like, especially, like, that I need to keep you like this in my mind... Because I feel like instead of it being like a like you're that like like being judgmental towards someone else for like believing in lies or whatever, it's like very mm-hmm. much directed at himself and saying like I need to do this for me. Yeah, and like I don't know, there's something nice about him taking ownership of his bullshit. Absolutely, yeah. This is um like this is a, this whole record is very much colored by reading gray, unfortunately, uh, for mm-hmm. me. And there's and there's something about this song being like pretty honest and just like uh but like yeah i have to like the 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 line that i think about the most from that book is uh that this record was made in spite of him and who knows how much of a flourish that was and how involved he actually was with the production of it because the book is like mostly true according to him but i think this song is is weirdly emblematic of that where he's just like the believing is done by him he has to believe himself as a rock star so he can be the band that everyone fell in love with, even though, you know, they're not the same people they were when they made that record. Mm-hmm. Um, even, 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 even if it is just a few years, years aren't short, <laughs> you know? No, they're really not. No, like, I, I, can, I can joke all I want because the line, we grew old, is funny in, in context, uh, in, the, in the grand scheme of it, uh, because they've made so many other records, not their 40. But it's, it's also like, yeah, I'm not fucking... Yeah. Can we talk about the ago? fact that they went on fucking a, a 420 Blaze It tour with We Khalifa at like 38? We could. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Pete, your future ended up being brighter than you thought. Yeah. What was the the Boys of Summer tour was, yeah, 2015, which, yeah, I guess that would have been more like, how old is Pete Wentz now? Um, Pete is 40. He will be 41 in June. Which means, yeah, he, that the summer of 2015, he would have been, what, 36? Yes. Give or take. The thing about Googling Pete Wentz is I see his children's name every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so bad. 
Yeah, no, I think it all turned out okay in the long run. Certainly not to diminish any hardships, but uh, just certainly a, an interesting line to look at from 2020, which was certainly not the way that there was, a, like, not the headspace they were in. Like, at no <laughs> point in writing any of the songs on this record did they think, oh, I wonder what some 20-year-olds will think in 2020 about our <laughs> lyrics, which is fine. Let's get it. It's fine. It's good. Uh, but yeah, that's... That's all the lyrics we've covered now. Um, there is no video to talk about. Barring the racism, I, th- uh, I think it's probably one of the nicer songs we've talked about from the record. Certainly one of the better experiences I've had listening to a song and digging into it. Yep. <laughs> I think that's it. Do you have any other closing thoughts or are we just are we good to go? I think I don't really have anything else. All right. Well, I don't have a pairing. Uh, you know, I haven't thought of one yet. Uh, but every every week, I one of us or our guest or there there is a song picked that is not by Fall Out Boy to pair the Fall Out Boy song of the week. So uh, there's a Spotify playlist with all of those. Um, you can find a link to in the show notes. Fucking something will be there. I don't know. <laughs> I'll I sometimes I just put my music on shuffle. Sometimes I'm like, what have I listened to lately? <laughs> but if it, it or or sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, like this. Sometimes I have like really inspired choices. Uh, it's been a while, but I, I've had them. I promise. My best pull was still Spooky Scary Skeletons. Oh, 100%. That's the best one on the whole playlist. Mm-hmm. Like, hands, hands down. Uh, but yeah, so there'll be something there. You can find a link to that in the show notes, or you can go to Spotify and type in FOB cast all one word, and you should be able to find it. E. Caitlin! Yes, Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on twitter.com at CGN8Rs and also on my mostly video game website, uppercutcrit.com. Hell yeah. You can find myself on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. I make a couple other podcasts that you can all find on the same network as this one, theorangegroves.com. I am going to use my plug this time to talk about The Marmoset Chronicles, a new podcast that has joined the Orange Groves Podcast Network. Yeet! It is, uh, I'm trying to decide, how to, do I want to, do I want to say, retrospective? I, yeah, I'm trying to like, do I want to say it's a retrospective of a film series called the Marmoset Chronicles that we all dearly know and love? Or do I want to say it's a world building exercise fictional podcast that's really good? Both are true. Uh, but I recommend checking it out. Pilot's very good. One of the, like, I, not to, not to, uh, to say anything negative of any other pilot I've heard. But this is maybe my favorite that I've picked up. Um, I love getting 20 minutes into a podcast and thinking, God, I hope someone makes a fucking wiki for this shit. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's very great at everything it's trying and doing. So I recommend checking it out. The Marmoset Chronicles. Uh, and that's, uh, I don't think Jay's been on this podcast. They've been a guest on most of my other shows. Yeah, we haven't had them on here yet. I have to ask if they like any follow-up voice songs uh, just to complete the, the have Jay on every one of my podcasts. Uh, but yeah, they and Kirsten, their friend Kirsten, are doing uh, this podcast. So you can look up just The Marmoset Chronicles uh, in your podcatcher, or you can find it at theorangegrubs.com. And uh, these pages at theorangegrubs have all the links to other uh, platforms, too. So the iTunes link is on there, Google link, Spotify link. I'm I've never actually talked about that, but, it, you know, you should review this podcast and all the other podcasts on iTunes if you haven't and you like them. Um, so it's pretty easy when all the links are there. There's like three fucking places to find the iTunes link for each podcast. <laughs> Anyways, 
that's that. Uh, you can also follow this podcast on Twitter at SWGDPod. Apparently, you can email us at SWGDPod we at We won't look at it, but you can email us. I'll, I will forget within an hour that we have on email. Uh, and then I will remember it when I edit this, and I will forget an hour after that. That's the, that's the podcast. Caitlin! Hello. <laughs> ooh, ooh, is this more than you bargained for yet? <laughs> God damn it. Um, that probably was. Yeah, that definitely was. Yeah, it was because I forgot that I actually do really like this song. It's good, barring the racism. Yes, that part is bad. Mm-hmm. Just wanna, I just want to hammer that point home because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we, mm-hmm. we didn't really didn't really dig into it in the episode, but it's bad. No, it's bad. It's, it's not good. Yeah, and if you didn't know that was a slur, now you do. Do some Googling and, and uh, learn up on it. Because I meet people all the time who don't know. Uh, that's it. That's the podcast. We'll see you again next Wednesday with a guest uh, and returning to Caitlin's favorite record. Thank God. We've already recorded it. It's a great episode. It's very good. <laughs> yeah, it's very fun. But we will see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts.